Capital One has a fresh take on banking. Now you can open a new savings account in about five minutes and earn five times the national average. Banking with Capital One means five times the savings toward your dream honeymoon, or five times the savings toward your family's ultimate vacation, even five times the savings toward just feeling good about saving. It's time to make your savings goals come true. This is Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Capital One and a member FDIC. The FT. The other day, a young Argentinian journalist emailed a colleague asking if she could interview him for an article she was writing. He replied, Sure, call me at three. Three o'clock came and went, and the woman did not call. He wasn't terribly surprised, as unreliability and rudeness aren't terribly surprising. However, ten hours later, he received a second message from the journalist that went like this Apologies. I just had a baby. Totally ahead of time, but wonderful and healthy, and in a second. I hope we can do an interview when I'm back at work. Yours, Joanna. This must be the best excuse ever provided for failing to return a phone call. Even though the image of a woman delivering a baby is a bit alarming, the excuse is prompt, polite, uplifting, and leaves its author more than forgiven. Joanna's story made me think about the nature of the perfect excuse and recall some of the imperfect ones that I've been offered recently. Last week, a woman phoned to say she couldn't make a meeting as the childminder had broken her arm. I made sympathetic noises down the phone, but with my fingers crossed behind my back. Childcare problems are no excuse, at least not for professionals. Being a working parent means having backup arrangements and a backup to the backups. Worse, the previous week I was due to meet someone in a coffee bar who sauntered in 20 minutes late, complaining that the taxi driver wouldn't take a credit card, so he'd had to go to the bank. And most imperfect of all was a young man I'd employed to fix my computer at home, who told me as he walked through the door half an hour late that he'd had a rough night and could do with a coffee. There needs to be a name for all this unreliability, and I'm calling it WET, which stands for Weak Excuse Tendency. Sufferers from the tendency aren't skiving or lying. They just have an inadequate notion of what it means to be reliable. WET can affect people of all ages, but the young are particularly susceptible to it, which is most unfortunate when you consider that one in five graduates can't find a job. Employers often complain that graduates lack basic skills in literacy and communication, but the more fundamental problem is that many of them suffer from wet. Universities don't seem to grasp their role in this. They are belatedly flapping about installing pointless schemes to make graduates more employable. Earlier this month, Dublin City University announced that it was starting to teach students six employer-friendly attributes, including being creative and enterprising, committed to continuous learning, solution-oriented, effective communicators, and globally engaged active leaders. I know a girl with a top degree from a top university who may well have all of these fluffy attributes and is currently working as an intern. She casually mentioned to me that she hadn't been able to go to her job every day because she'd had a cold then had had to get a blood test, and then also needed to say goodbye to her sister, who was going off on her gap year. 
I inquired what her boss's response was to all this. She's really chilled, the girl said brightly. I bet the boss was more than chilled. I bet she was icy and only didn't say anything because no one hardly ever does. Indeed, employers are partly to blame for the wet epidemic. They have concentrated so much energy in pushing employee engagement and flexible working that they've gone soft on wets and the causes of wets. A start would be to sort out what is a good excuse and what is a wet one. It seems to me there are four hurdles that any decent excuse must clear. First, it must describe a serious event. This rules out the sister's gap year. Second, it must be unpredictable. This rules out the childcare excuse, as childcare problems of one sort or another are all too predictable. Third, it must be incompatible with work. This rules out the common cold, as mucus and memo writing can coexist perfectly happily. And finally, it must be believable. This rules out the most popular excuse of all, food poisoning, which, though awful when true, is given so often as a lie, its excusing power is lost. By contrast, Joanna's excuse passes all four tests. Giving birth is serious... It can happen unexpectedly early, and you can't work and push at the same time. It's also believable, as there is a howling infant there to prove it. And giving birth has another benefit that all the other decent excuses, serious illness, ash clouds, bereavements and so on, lack. It's a miracle. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Ready to start the next chapter of your career? Earn an executive MBA from Georgetown McDonough. Designed for working professionals and ranked number one in the world for international business by the Financial Times, the program features two global residencies, mentorship opportunities, a vibrant campus community, and the access only Washington, D.C. can offer. See how Georgetown's Executive MBA can help you advance at choosegeorgetown.com slash EMBA.